I, for one, do not endorse what is about to happen, and I apologise to everyone, but continue. Hey, guys! <laughs> what the? And welcome to the second episode of Our Shit Experiences, literally the podcast. Anyway, I'd like to introduce our first ever guest, Lucas, to here to talk about uh, speed shitting with us. Oh, it's it's nice to be here. It's nice to be here. Anyway, well, uh, speed shitting is uh, a very well known term. It's uh, you know, you take a shit, you do it really fast, right? So you do it, it's like very fast. So you're like under a minute, you go in there, pull down your pants, under and a minute, out. It's out. <laughs> all right, it's just straight out. Okay. Now. Yeah. yeah. Um, has anyone here had any, like, any experiences with, uh, speech in themselves, like? Uh, you know, I personally have participated in the sport quite a bit. I actually hold quite a, you know, uh, what's the word? Let's just say absolute bonkers record myself of one minute and 46 seconds. Not trying to steal the spotlight here, but, you know, I'm that's... a bit of a professional. Well, that, well, that's pretty fast, but, you know... I've seen people do it in like ten seconds. It's pretty. It's pretty like you know they go in there butt naked beforehand, <laughs> and they they pull down their pants. Well, they're already butt naked. So they just basically just shit straight in the bowl. It's, it's very interesting, you know. Um, and ever... obviously, with you know, you know, with um, it being quite a competitive sport, there would there be some cheating, uh, you know. Well, uh, there's one of the rules. There's, one, there's been one scandal so far. You know, people go and purposely either take laxatives or get diarrhea just so that the shit Ooh. comes out faster. You know, like it doesn't oh, matter how clean your bum is, disgusting. as long as it, as long as it's all out of out of your system. You know, you just go in there, all out. All right, one go, one pump. All right. I don't understand Honestly. why you guys think this is like a sport. Though, like, I I think it's quite funny, but. In reality, why would you want to put your body to the limit and just completely destroy your asshole just to get, you know, a little bit well, of a uh, little bit of fame? Or a I'm gonna stop you right there, Max. If you think about it like this, you know, you've got sports like, oh, you know, like wrestling, for instance. Like people would suffer quite severe, and like you know, football, like American football, you can suffer concussions. I'm pretty sure, you know, not certain, but I'm pretty sure people have well, died. Well, I'm actually, know. I'm actually, I'm actually gonna, you know. Refute that statement. Have you seen porn stars? Like, that asshole is so big. You're telling me us shitting out really fast is going to hurt it more than them. Like, I'm sorry, but that's just that's not true. true. I mean, isn't that their job, though? So you're saying you've got two jobs, one well, in speed shitting and, and, and one in, in the porn industry? Well, obviously, yeah. Well, you know, the asshole's going to get big somehow, you know? Like, they, they obviously make their assholes really loose just so it just slides out, you know? So, so you're trying to tell me they have an advantage. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course they do. It's about ah. enhancing the body. It's like, you know, um, I don't know, it's just like bigger people. Like, they're better for wrestling stuff because they're bigger, you know? If you have a loose <laughs> asshole, then you're going to be better at speed shitting. But, like, it's... wouldn't, you know, thinking about logically, right? So you got a porn star, obviously they're going to have a very slim sturdy objects um uh, you know doing some some wacky things there wouldn't you be <laughs> yeah. better to to take a uh, a long shit like a, a nice a nice good turtle turtle shit rather than you know just dripping it all out your ass well well actually with that the the um really like the pebble shits 
they're actually the best because you can get a higher velocity with them than the than the really long shits. Because you have to you have to kind of like squeeze out, so it's never gaining any velocity. Whilst with the turtle shits, you can like shoot that out like a shotgun. One bu- one gone. <laughs> oh, I appreciate the sound effects. You know, uh, yeah, you, go. you know, to add to that. Uh, you know, what we talked about last episode of the sanctity of the ceramic and, you know, the whole atmosphere surrounding pooping. This is a good analogy for it is almost as if, like, you know, pooping and enjoying the poop is like going out for a nice walk. And then this sport is taking that to an extreme level and, you know, mass, you know, 21, 50 kilometer marathon, you know, nonstop running. It, you know, people enjoy it and, you know, it adds to the, you know, the community of shitting in general, you know? Well, I actually like to say that it's more like taking a run with a shit because you're, you're not actually jogging it. You're you're running with it. You're full. You're going full fast as possible, you know? It's more like a 100-meter sprint than a marathon. Yeah. A bit, a bit like you saying bolt in a way. But, like, when it comes back to it, then is that is that kind of implying then that having a, um, a warmer ass means that your shit will actually go faster? Like, well, in real, yeah. Well, the thing is, these athletes have to have certain diets so that they get their shits as runny as possible. Because the runny the shit, the easier it comes out, you know? A yeah. really, like, hard shit's not going to come out as fast as, you know, you got a really, like, sloshy one, you just, psh, you, like, basically shitting that water. Yeah. Is this yeah. to, like, get rid of the weights so that when they're running, um, they've got less carry weight? So if they just do, like, a speed shit before the match, they just get everything out of their system... And that few grams of, of crap might be the difference between them winning the 100-minute sprint and coming second. Well, well, actually, you see nowadays that sometimes they even have butt flaps in the uniforms just so they can speed shit on the go. Like I've, I've personally done a speed shit while running. It's pretty easy, but it takes a lot of skill to do it fast, all right? You can feel yeah. that like, extra, like, you know, whatever, like 100 grams inside of you, and you just go, out. It goes out, and then you feel a lot lighter. You get a burst of adrenaline, you know? You run faster. Yeah, Yeah. well, you know, I've got a list here of the rules and regulations of speed shitting. I'd just like to read these out, and I just po- want to point out a few of the flaws that I think we need some stricter regulations to, you know, really bring this up to the more professional level, like Olympic level. You know, like, obviously, I've heard talk about trying to get the sport into... um. Obviously not uh, this year's yeah Olympics this year not this year's Olympics but um 2024's Olympics oh well yeah it's been, there's been talk of it but the uh the main the main problem is do you allow pre shitting stretching you know like do you allow people to go and pre stretch their assholes before speed shitting or do you have to start from like a completely you know was it tight asshole like um uh, like how are you supposed to manage that yeah and obviously so like the rules here it says that. Um, for it to qualify as a proper speed shit, has to be at least 100 grams of poop exiting the bottle body. So at least 100 grams of bodily waste exiting out the anal cavity. Um, you need to be able to wash your hands for at least um, 10 seconds afterwards. And you have to use at least six um, uh, squares of toilet paper. Ply does not matter. And I obviously so- see some issues and some abuse of those rules. As those rules are very well, loose. Well, yeah, because yeah. if you got the, like, multiply toilet paper, it's going to be, you know, a lot, you know, harder to wipe. It's going to be a lot heavier to wipe than if you have that one ply, you know, you just in out, it might break off, you know. You know, you don't know what's going to happen to that, but, you know. But, I mean, uh, 
like when it comes to it though, we're talking like when going back to like that first rule, you know, about the grams and, and stuff, Luke. Yeah. Um, if you were to have like say, you know, you know how with fishing they've got those um sinkers, and obviously they weigh quite a bit and they help sink sink the line. If you like yeah. ate one of them with some food, obviously then when it came to the weighing process of of the shit, you'd obviously have something that's smaller in mass but actually weighs more. So then we'd yeah. be able to speed shit it out quickly. Do you think that'd be like a really like prevalent? Well, well, the thing system? is, well, with the uh, speed shitting, uh, was it could be yeah, strategies? It's actually to have the most liquid based diet so that you shits become the most liquid boss p- possible. You know, but wouldn't that be less weight? Like because obviously the liquid wouldn't weigh. Well, no, because it's gonna be it's the perfect sh- speed shit is water and shit combined. It's like a diarrhea kind of thing, but you're not allowed to have diarrhea because that's cheating, right? That's what we like to call a performance-enhancing disease, right? But anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway, you know, you want the pebbles in the water because the water will help the pebbles come out faster, but then you need the pebbles for the, you know, the weight. So it's like, it's a fine uh, match with their diets. Like, they have to have the perfect diet before going to a speeching competition. Yeah, and I was reading an article last week from speed shitter um, professional, Altonia Ferez, and he was talking about the diet, you know, concerns with, with um, mass to poop um, acceleration ratios, oh and um, he was talking about the solidness com- and the mass of your poo compared to the speed in which you get it out, because obviously you need to have that 100 grams, but at the same time you want to be able to get it out quick. So, yeah, so, so there's like yeah. a... He's um got a team of scientists working on finding the perfect ratio at the moment, and I think just these um kind of progressions in the sport and you know optimizing the strategies, I think that's what's really going to get this out there into the mainstream. Well, it's not only the strategies that make a good speed shitter; it's also the actual arsehole itself. You know, you got a really wide arsehole; it's going to be better than a really tight one because the wider the arsehole, you know these is going to come out so is should that be regulated should you have like you know special uh was it games for people with tighter assholes or something like that like what should the rules be on that yeah and you know there's been a lot of backlash in the community about having some illegal butt cheek spreaders being used before it relaxing the booty cheeks you know and i just think that's disgusting you know and especially like the use of laxatives and stuff i just i think it's disgusting that it's people are doing that sport. to this beautiful sport, you know. This sport really is about bringing everyone together. And you have these yeah. people out here doing these disgusting things, you know. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's taken just... away from the beauty of shitting itself, you know. Like, these people actually feel really satisfied after they speed shit. Because imagine spending all that time on the toilet as an everyday person. The, yeah, that shit, you feel so satisfied. Imagine going there, like, oh, 10 seconds, it all out. That would be the best shit of your life. You know, you would feel amazing. If I can comment on that, I mean, from personal experiences, I've noticed that when at least I do a very fast shit, you know, a watery one kind of thing, I actually feel my assholes in a bit of pain afterwards because of the fact that I've just excreted such an enormous amount of of, of area within my, inside my intestines that I'm actually in quite a bit of pain. And it's actually, it's actually really bad. Like sometimes I've got to sit down, it takes me a few minutes for my ass to actually go back to normal. Well, like mm. like I said, you have to have the right type of arsehole for speed shitting, you know what I mean? But these athletes do. Their arseholes, the the skin of their arsehole is very strong, so they don't feel that pain, you know. 
sometimes if you have a really bad, like really bad, like pushing out of shit, these people won't even feel it because of how strong their asshole is. Yeah, but then you have these people who are almost, you know, modifying their bodies to beyond the limits of human capability to compete with these, you know, people who were born with these abilities, you know, from God. Yeah. You know, so you have these people taking morphine and these pain controllers, you know, to be able to control that pain, to be able to get the hand washing and toilet flushing more efficient and being able to get that over and done with, you know? It's taken away from the holiness of their butts, you know? Like, their butts are, like, specimens, you know? It's almost like, you know, people who weightlift, you know, like their bodies uh, should be a temple to them. But you had these people who are out here injecting themselves with steroids and doing all these drugs and all that to compete with these people just because they aren't on the same level. And, of course, I can understand where they're coming from. But I don't think these people, you know, are thinking about the sport itself and, you know, the goodness of the people behind it. If I could um, just, you know, just bring something up. So... I was, I was having a little research um, recently um, for the speed of shit, and I found an article from the um, Georgian Institute of Technology where they actually did scientific testing of um, the speed of shitting. Um, and they actually mm. found, um, if you know what a bell curve is, essentially the average of um, yeah, what yeah. Uh, people people do and, and stuff like that and given statistics. But they yeah. found that... Um, Assuming a bell curve distribution of 66% of um, people take between 5 to 19 seconds to defecate. Now, that's 66%. That means some people, and I'm assuming these athletes, are able to do it under 5 seconds if they're in the top percentile. Now, that's pretty incredible. I mean, that's if we're going back to the, the fact that we're, we're trying to introduce them to the Olympics, that's quite a, a marvellous feat to be able to shit in under 5 seconds. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, these athletes don't only have to ha- watch their diet, but they also have to do many exercises, you know, they've got to get their butt in the right shape, they've got to do many squats, you know, they have to take many shits during the day, because they need to get prepared for the amount of force that they have to apply out of their butt, that's an extreme amount of force to get to that right velocity, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, you know, moving on from, you know, these people who just bring down the sport, you know, like, let's line up the mood, I have brought you here, Lucas, with some good news, alright? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, I emailed the Olympic Sport Committee for, you know, introducing new sports into the Olympics because they're always accepting. And uh, um, I've got some good news for us. Mm-hmm. They responded, and I have some good news. They said that they would be willing to do a trial run in next year's Sochi um, Trial Olympics for the disabled. I feel like... I've... <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like that's uh, a very good step forward. <laughs> like There's nothing like those athletes that not make funny about the disabled. <laughs> you know those athletes, right? They're actually those um the disabled athletes are actually one of the best speed shooters because you know the people in the wheelchairs can't actually feel their butts, so they can't, you know, feel the pain, anything. You know, they go in there. They just in out. They don't. They don't feel anything. Nothing. <laughs> they've. They've got. It's the best way to go because some of the athletes feel a bit like, you know, they don't feel much, but some of them do feel a bit of pain. But yeah. the disabled ones, which are the top which, of the top. Um, just... Can I ask? You know, you know, most disabled sports, there's a certain type of disability uh, class people that usually perform better. You know, for example, in the running, it's usually people with cerebral palsy and and um, stuff like that. But um, what do you think um, the most, you know, uh, 
active um, group of, of disability people you think would suit the speech shooting? Well, actually, this does surprise me, but I have heard there's this person in um, Kenya who ha who can control his seizures. He's been able to control them for the past couple of years, and he can induce seizures in his anal cavity, oh and my. he can force turds out quicker than you can say, Gene shot the gardener. Well, well, that is quite amazing. I, I, I remember. I've actually met him. I've actually met him before. We were at really? This, we were at this speech in competition once, right? And uh, we were there. I was talking. I was interviewing some of the um, athletes there, and he came up to me, and I was like, "Oh my god!" You know, couldn't I couldn't believe it. This guy is like well known in the speeching community just because of how insane his like some of his speed runs of his shits are. Like, is it a disability yeah. field, right? Yeah, well, I don't know. But he can get them in under, like, two minutes. <laughs> like, sorry, not two minutes, two seconds. Two seconds. Lucas, why were you at... <laughs> why were you at the disabled event? Uh, because I was invited to interview the um, people. Like... <laughs> sure you were. What? You were competing now. I didn't no. realise that intellectually disabled were allowed. Well, it doesn't matter what type of disability you have. Everyone's equal in this sport, you know? That's true, aging, that's true. It's non-discriminatory. doesn't matter what, yeah. you know, what race, anything. You know, you're always going to do the same as everyone else. Unless you're born with a really good butt. Well, if we're that's talking true, about, you know, stuff within the event that's quite, um, you know, up for those people, a bit dangerous, that sort of stuff, I'd like to ask the question of, you know, a lot of sports have a, have a mortality rate of, you know, deaths per event and stuff. Oh. Like that. I'd like to know what the death rate is for well, speed listen, shitters listen. within the field. Well, a shitting as a new event, okay? We haven't fully, you know, I'm on the committee myself for speed shitting authentication. And I am personally trying, I'm trying to advocate for safe speed shitting. Obviously, we want to progress in the field and move forward in records. But at the same time, we want to keep it safe. What makes and it safe? What some well, some people push their bodies too far, okay, and they might have given themselves, you know, a hernia, prolapse anus, you know, some sh stuff like that, you know, or pushing their anuses too far, which which yeah. we recommend not to do. We recommend them not to do that. Have they? But... Have we, is there a situation where their anus has gone inside out, like from yes. speed shitting? Like, yeah, it's, it's very it's very that? rare. It's very rare. But... But... We I do have trained professionals to massage the anal area into, you know, fit, you know, shape, you know, fighting form. So we do have, you know, precautions in place to stop, you know, the damage from being too severe. But at the same time, it is a new sport. We have had about 52 people die in the past year. But... <laughs> Out of how many speed but... shooters? Out of how many speed shooters? <laughs> 10,000. Oh, 272 professionals. So those 52 <laughs> oh, were all professionals. Only oh, so these, so are we assuming that these 50 people are ones that, you know, might have done a bit of the, the dirty deed of drugs or... Yes, the, the, thing, the thing is, I, I'm relatively new to the committee. There's about 27 people on the committee. We're all ex-speed shitting champions. Oh, yeah. But, obviously, you know, these people, like, the committee hasn't made the best choice in past years, and there was a bit of corruption involving you know cocaine trade in the south american region but <laughs> yeah yeah people, people were doing use I, I can i explain on that a bit further 
yeah, the, the speedsitters were actually using the sport to get to enlarge their anal cavity in order to smuggle cocaine. Yeah, and they were um, using um traveling around internationally to different competitions, um, you know, as cover for using their enlarged anal cavities for drug smuggling. So you know this is quite a big um humanitarian issue then, isn't it, if with speed shitting, you know, because it's really well, delving into the drug trade. Well, we, you know, we are working with Scott, we are working with Scott Morrison to stop um you know cocaine <laughs> imports into Australia <laughs> through uh, enlarged anal cavities from the result of our extensive training programs, but at the same time, you know, you obviously have to expect this stuff to be happening. Yeah, well, know? those athletes that used to do that, we have put them into rehab centers. Or uh, to try and help them because we don't want to get rid of these speeches because they are, you know, they still need to do their speech and, you know. Yes, Lucas. Yeah. Guatemalan prison is not a rehab center. Move on. <laughs> well, it, it, you never know. It might serve as that for some people. As well, long as they've got a speech in I mean, the chamber, I'm pretty sure they'll be all good. If they escape, I guess it's kind of rehab, but that's an if. That's their fault think... for getting caught in. South America, speed, um, smuggling and drugs, that's their fault. Well, see, the thing is, you know, if speeching really takes off, I think it's a sport that's really easy to do, you know, you only need a toilet, I reckon everywhere could have a speed shitting centre, you know, just a toilet set up for the, for the sport of speed shitting, and you can just waltz in, and I'm going to do my speed shitting exercise for the day, 20 minutes of speed shitting, and go and do a little bit of exercise, really clear your cavity, and then go home, and you know, relax, enjoy, yeah, I've done my exercise for the day. Yeah, and that's really the beauty of it. Anyway, less about speed shitting, more about your personal experiences of shitting, Lucas. Well, I've had many good shits in my life, you know, like everyone has, you know, you remember those really As good anyone shits. should. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you go out there, you know, you come back, you eat a lot of food, and after you've eaten a lot of food, once you take that dump, it's the best shit of your life, you know, because just the pressure inside your body just released out. It's the most magical thing you could ever think of. You know, I remember yeah. eating... So much food this day, like so, like I was eating so much. I ate like burgers, so much, you know. I came Were you home. Planning for a good shit that day, or oh, was I wasn't really it? planning for a good shit. I was just, you know, doing my day, you know, whatever, eating food. And yeah, I, yeah. I come, I come home, and I'm like, oh, I gotta really take a shit, you know. You're really full, oh, and once you take feeling. that shit, the pressure release. Oh. It oh. was, it was heavenly. It was heavenly. And may I add something to that? May I add something to that? Oh, yeah. The feeling. Of, you know, you've eaten a lot that day, you know, your stomach, you've, your stomach's kind of upset, you know, and you almost feel as if, like, you feel, like, your stomach feels unsettled, you feel as if you might vomit, you know, but then, you know, you get the sudden urge to poo, you poo, and that urge goes away. Oh, uh, it's, it's the, the feeling of vomiting. If I can that add on to that. That is amazing. Uh, if I can add on to that, like, um, you know, even building up to that, you know, you get the rumbling in your bowels, you know, when you're sitting down and it goes... And it's like, oh yes, I need to do yeah. shit really yeah. bad. And then you get to the toilet and you're like, yeah. And then you just let it all out and it just goes, and then you're like, oh, it's almost as it. it's like the foghorns going off, you know, yeah. letting everyone know. Um, yeah, I've, I mean, sure, the smell yeah. you can tell from the smell afterwards that you've been there and marked your territory. As, as <laughs> anyway, guys, have you guys ever walked in someone butt naked taking a shit? It's the most horrifying thing. I used to see. take butt naked shits, you know, so... Like, I, you don't you do know, them, yeah. like, if you've had some, like, you know, sometimes when you eat something, and you have to, it's really hard to push that shit out, you go full butt naked to do that, you know, you're full yeah, in you this one, and you're like, clothes. oh, 
You know, like I remember during a hot summer, you know, just going home from school, you know, I, I'm I'm sweating, you know, like there's not like air circulation oh, yeah. in the bathroom, you know, I'm sweating right now. So I just start ripping my shirt off, taking my pants off, throwing them across the room, sitting there hunched over. Don't say my room. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, in a way, the bathroom is my room. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Am I really wrong? But, you know, I'm sitting there hunched over, butt naked, watching some Minecraft videos on my phone, you know, just chilling, you know? I'm the, it, it's a good experience. You gotta let, you gotta let the arsehole itself uh, depressurize after you're taking this. Yeah. You don't get a hop off and just wipe one, two. You gotta let it depressurize, you know? Get a little bit, you like, get a bit of a sag. You know, um, yeah, you gotta like, yeah. Oh, you gotta let them YouTube videos finish. But yeah, here, continue, Max. Yeah, the, the only experience I've really had butt naked, you know, taking a shit is, you know, when you go for a shower and you forget to go to do a shit before you shower. And then you're standing in the shower the whole time and you're like, oh, fuck, I really need to do a shit. And then you're standing there and then you get out and you're all wet and you're like, screw the towel, I'm going straight to the toilet. And you go sit in the toilet oh. and your butt makes like a water, like wet mark on the seat and, and the seat goes all warm. And you're sitting there taking a nice shit and it just flops right out because you're oh. so warm and it just like... Oh, just and you know, the, the, yeah, almost a fear of sitting on that toilet and your, you know, your butt's all like, you know, lubricated from, you know, the soap. You may have been like mid, like washing your body, you know, and so you're sliding around on the toilet seat. You don't know if you're going to fall off onto the floor <laughs> and cover yourself in some good old chocolatey goodness. You the don't risk. know what's going to happen and, you know, the risk and the fear. It adds to the experience. It's a little bit of yeah. spice, you know. The, you know, it's really good for them adrenaline seekers. It, wait, without to add on to that, uh, Riz, you know those people that don't lock their doors while they're shitting? Oh, is that because I'm one of them. I'm one is of it, them. Is it because yeah. of the risk? Do they want people to come in there just to feel the risk of when they're it's taking It's not even shit? as if they want people to come in. It's just they want the thought of people coming in well, while they're mid-shit. If I could add on to it, because I actually, you know, I'm quite an offender of this uh I, I i sit in the toilet and i run on in and i just want to you know it comes back to speed shitting i want to do my shit not really fast but in a timely fashion so i don't lock the door and i kind of leave the door a little bit open so you can get a bit of a breeze into the toilet that's one reason why why people leave it open well uh, yeah, or you, not gotta, locked. You, you gotta let the bulls um you know breathe a little bit you know you can't it's, it's like like luke said it's um it's very hot when you're in the bathroom you know it's very, like you know and you you leave the door open unless you want to get butt naked. It's one or the other. You either leave the door open or you get butt naked. Well, yeah. And, yeah. and as I was saying, like, the, another reason why we don't lock the door is we love the feeling when you're sitting on the toilet, right? You're sitting there, and then somebody don't even, doesn't even knock on the toilet door. They just barge on in, and you're like, have to put your legs up. And you're like, nope, I'm in here. Don't come see me while I'm on the toilet. And what they're you like, you oh, goddamn, up? lock the Where door. Where are you putting your legs? Argument. Put my legs on the door. Of the toilet. Oh, you yeah. must have a very small bathroom. I was confused. I thought you were like, oh, no. put, like curl up in like a fetal position on the toilet. No, no, that, that would be another another technique though. You know, you can curl up in the fetal position, although then hey, you'd um, have the, the, the shit in your ass just squirt. Guys, have you guys ever taken... Uh, one question. Like, I've seen this like online. People take shits when they're facing... You know there's a toilet where you click the button to flush the toilet? People face towards that sometimes. Facing the wall, you know? Yeah, they face the wall while taking a shit. You I have actually tried this before. Oh, yeah. How'd you know, it go? You know, it just, it's, it's kind of just like switching it up, you know? It's like the feel <laughs> of the toilet seat underneath you. Like, I think, you know, public bathrooms and stuff, to just improve upon them, I think they should have, like, you know, 
it's like maybe have a couple little spikes on the toilet seats, you know, to add a little bit of a frill, you know, maybe poking your butt cheeks. Left I tell you, right. I tell you, I tell you what's so nice about doing that. It's because you have somewhere to place your phone. You know, you don't have to place it on the floor or anywhere else or hold it up. You can just put it on the on the next next to the um toilet plunger thing. You just put it there. And you just you know you sit in there. You got something to lean on. You could you could probably even bring a plate in there and start eating in there if you really wanted to. Yeah, well, yeah. I've actually got two things to add to that. First, I'll, I'll I'll jump back to what Luke was saying about you know putting the spikes on the toilet seat. But imagine if you had like a little extendable arm in the toilet bowl that like kind of pops out and touches your asshole if you're not doing your shit quick enough and tries to like <laughs> instigate you doing the shit. Like it goes up and it wiggles its finger around your asshole a little bit and then you just let out big shit. And it's like, yes, I'm ready. Yeah, it should stimulate, you know, stimulate and relax it, you know. I feel like... Yeah, you know, Japanese bidets, how they have all these, like, you know, technological, like, advancements on it. You know, I think that's something they could improve upon. And, you know, maybe have the option to have, like, a really sharp and pointy fingernail and maybe have, like, some some sort of um coolant running through the finger to make it cold. And so it almost reaches inside and scratches a little bit. Maybe a little bit of blood comes out. Not too much, but just a little bit to, you know, you know make yeah. the set the urgency in place, you know, like well, a little bit of... You know, a controlled urgency is not bad. Well, like I was talking about before with the uh, nuclear poops, that is just like a really primitive way of getting a bidet because, you know, if you can't afford one or don't have one, a nuclear poop is the easiest way to get it. Could you define nuclear off. poop for us? Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, when um the poop when the water splashes back up into our asshole. So oh, it's like right a yeah. it's like a makeshift bidet of sorts, which is I find very interesting. Lucas, are there other people in the room with you? Uh, are you seeing things? Because I don't remember you bringing up nuclear poops. Yeah, oh, I, don't I did. That either. I did. <laughs> oh, you did now. I don't remember you bringing up nuclear poops. Oh, I did. Make, I, I you make sure to remember that. that. You guys have really bad memory. Well, uh, I'm actually, I, I, before I had a second, a second point, I was going to bring up before we got into you know nuclear poops and stuff, but uh. I was going to bring up the fact, you know, we're talking about where it's sitting on the toilet seat the opposite way, right? And you've got the big box there and everything. I'd like to think, what would there be a um, a goddamn issue for men sitting that way because you've got yourself up against a goddamn brick? And obviously men have a, uh, a um, exceeding part of the body that might be a bit of an issue there. Uh, do any of you guys know any life hacks for this kind of, kind of issue here? Well, um, well, I always bring a piece of duct tape into the bathroom with me. Tape it to the chest. Always does a good job, you know? Um, yeah, but what about the pubic hair? Like, wouldn't they get tangled in the duct tape? That's a part of the frill, ripping it off nice and quick. Yeah, oh, a free wax session. You know, I actually became Jewish by this a few years ago. I've ripped it off a little too quick, if you get what I'm saying. <laughs> Ladies might not, but you know, I'm a Jew well, now. Wouldn't, so, <laughs> sorry, but wouldn't that I only mean, uh, pull off, like, part of the uh, skin? So wouldn't you have to go and get surgery for the rest of the other half of the skin? Oh, you're not. So I went to hospital and I needed to decide, keep, you know, keep what I had or just take it off. And, you know, I, I had, you know, I felt like wearing a, what's the little hats called? I'm pretty sure they're called yarmulkes or something, but, uh, you know, I felt like wearing a yarmulke. I felt like switching up my fashion style, you know? So, uh, was your, was your uncle present? Uh, yes, he was. So He's he did a little bit me. of the suck. The sucky suck. Yeah, the little bit of the sucky yeah, blood. suck the blood up, you know. Yeah, oh, very yeah. That's the best part of the ritual, <laughs> yeah. that is. It's the best part. Every, yeah, I never, I never thought of this, but that's a, that's a Jewish child's first blowjob. 
That's <laughs> a little off, off topic from, you know, shitting. Well, it, it, just, it just had a realisation. I'm just wondering, how do we get to this? How <laughs> are we talking about Jewish children's first blowjobs? From you sharing your personal shitting experience? Uh, I don't know. This is just where it led. Well, he's got any more shitting experiences for us. Well, everyone can relate to this theme, but everyone doesn't like camp shitting. Everyone agree? You know, even if you're at a school camp, you're camping outside, you've got to take a shit. Like, those are the worst things. Going into Actually, doing it in the bush. to bring this up before the episode comes to an end, I just want to say, next episode is camping themed. A lot of the stories present in that is about camping. So, be excited. Anyway, continue. Yes, yeah, so when you take, you just like squandering in the bush, you know, having to use a leaf and stuff, you know, you don't know what's been on that leaf, you gotta put that right next to your butt. It's very unhygienic. It's just, you know. What's, what's wrong about using a leaf? It, you know, especially you, if there's some morning dew on it, it's almost as if it's like a wet wipe, you know? Yeah, but like, Brilliant. it's just not full ply, you know, it's not toilet paper. Well, you know, you got those, um, big, thick, um, I forgot what they're called, it's like, it's like some fancy name for them, you know, I'm obviously not a plant person, I'm not vegan, I don't know the names of every plant, but there are these big, nice, thick leaves you can use, and you can almost use them as like a scoop, you know, so if you don't want to relocate the poop further away from your tent, but at the time you couldn't make it far enough, you can use it to scoop up the poop, because the leaf is quite thick, scoop it up, fold it into like a nice little bag, and you can just throw it into the river, you know? Why would you want to throw it in the river? You'd be destroying the water source. I'd say... Oh, no, 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 river, river, so it goes downstream, away from your camp. Uh, uh. Yeah, 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 but, but still, wouldn't, wouldn't you rather, you know, just make a bit of pile or put on some of those fruit trees nearby and get them nice and fertilised? Well, yeah, Yes, you know, but recently there was a, um, a ban for that because there were quite a few, um, people who were getting confused with it being a traditional treat of the land. And they, oh. you know, we had, right, it was yeah. a, a cholera outbreak after this, you know, to be frank, retarded family came along and thought it was chocolate. Wow. So, <laughs> well, big I think so, if you get those really pebbly poos, they kind of do look like chocolate sometimes. I mean, they I, do I've look quite appetizing at times. Yeah. They do like, look quite appetizing, don't they? Yeah, yeah. like, what food, what is your best shit eating food like what's the best food that you've eaten to get the best shit honestly well for me it's got to be chicken you know chicken it just does something for me you know it just it, it's it sometimes it gives it's it's almost as if it's like a um one of those candies from the harry potter you know the candy oh, shop yeah, in harry yeah, potter yeah 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 they i know, don't know what it's gonna do to you because sometimes i get violent diarrhea sometimes nice firm succulent turds you know these nice long yeah. ones that go from my butthole to the toilet water in one strand you know and it curls around at the bottom almost as if it's some nice brown snake i'm scared it's going to jump up and bite me after you go to the hospital you know yeah well I mean, if, if, I, if i could if i could comment on mine then lucas you can say what yours is i quite i quite like beetroot i think it's a brilliant one to eat when you go for shit because it kind of makes your shit look a little bit bloody so for the next person who comes to the toilet they're just like, oh crap, this dude's got some issues. This guy's got yeah. some issues. When in reality, yeah. it's just a bit of beetroot. And quite frankly, it's quite good for you too. So you hit two birds with one stone because you're eating some good food and you're also scaring the shit out of the next shitter. Yeah, it's always fun to, you know, liven up the shitting experience for the next person coming along. It's almost as if, you know, you're, you know, donating 
a better experience to them. Well, no, my personal favorite food to eat is actually a shit, like, I mean, a shit ton of apricots. Because, like Max said, you got to leave a good experience, right? You eat a shit ton of them, you're going to be pooping like there's no tomorrow. Like, the whole toilet bowl itself will be covered in shit. Which is a good yeah. way to leave it, you know. It's that means you've done an efficient job of covering, and you've gotten a lot of shit out. Gives the janitor a good job too. Yeah, I, I reckon it's great. It it gives you know, it gets gets the poo out nice and clean. You know, not too much worry. Sometimes you don't even have to wipe because it's that clean. And that's how I like to be. Yeah, definitely. You know, just these experiences alongside of speed shitting. It's just some of the ways that shitting can be amplified in other ways. You know, rather than just improving the basic shitting experience, you know. I think shitting as a whole is quite a expansive topic, you know, and that's why we've created this podcast, and that's why we're looking forward into sharing the joy of shitting and with that's more why, people. And that's why we're going to uh, end today's episode here. Um, next episode, as Luke said earlier, we'll be talking about uh, shitting in... Uh, you know, on holidays and in caravan parks and camping and all that good stuff. But uh, thank you for being our special guest, Lucas. You had quite an insight into speed shitting and your own shitty experiences. Really got uh, got our muscles thriving for for a good shit talk. Hope yeah, to see you again. It's, uh, it's been a great time, about you guys. But I think I need to go take a nice big shit. I thank agree. you for joining us tonight, guys. Hope you have a good night. <laughs>